1: let's get it on it's 306 I'm Mike Boyle and this is the restaurant show on Talk 710 KNUS it is Saturday May 7th the first Saturday of 2022 no it's not it's the first Saturday of May 2022 we're not slaves to accurate information here I might have messed that up a little bit but we're doing what's known as a Boyle meal deal my name is Mike Boyle I'm getting you a meal, and we are getting you a great, great deal. And I was wondering if 4211 Natchez Court near Oxford and Santa Fe, I was wondering if that would be hard to find. I was wondering if that would throw people off. Well, you know what? We've already got about six or seven parties here because we're featuring barbecue. We're a smoking outlaw kitchen. And if you want to come on down here and enjoy some great cues, some great prices, oh, let's see here. If you're on Santa Fe, going north, going south, when you get to the intersection at Oxford, you will go west. That is towards the mountain. The first street is a light. If you go to the right, towards Carl Jr., you'll be on Riverfront. But you don't want to do that. Pardon <coughs> me? you want... Got myself all excited. You want to go south on Natchez Court? Remember where the old Red and Jerry's? It was a big gambling hall. They had horse racing on TVs there. They had nightclubs. They had all sorts of restaurants and everything in there. Well, we are right across the street right now. It is the Ferguson Bath Kitchen and Lighting Warehouse. But we're right across the street in a little industrial area. Right out on the street, you'll see a sign that says barbecue brisket. If you get a little bit closer, you'll see the old Smoke and Outlaw Kitchen food truck. Many of you have seen that around town. And you'll see another barbecue sign. And you'll see me standing out front because I'm going to be with you on the air until 5 o'clock. And until 6 o'clock, we have got some great specials. We are doing $5 sandwiches. We're going to tell you a little bit about those in just a moment with Brandon Hawks, the proprietor, along with his significant other, Betty Joe. We are doing the sandwiches for $5. You can dine in or take out. We are doing the sides for only 5 No, it's not. It's $1. fifty, And we are doing racks of ribs for $15. And I'm standing out here. And if I didn't give you very good directions, if you're out on the west side and coming in on Oxford, when you get to that, you should turn south. But if I didn't give you very good directions, when you get to the corner of Oxford and Santa Fe, you will smell the queue. You will smell the meat smoking. You will smell what is going on. And it's absolutely fabulous. By the way... Just want to let you know they've got picnic tables inside. I'm standing outside because I enjoy the outside. I enjoy using the outdoors whenever I can. But uh, thank you. Uh, But come on. Well, waving at some folks like to see you. So come on down. We'd love to see you. If I haven't given you good directions, just follow your nose. All right, we're going to go and take a break. That sets the tone for the show. I'm Mike Boyle coming to you from Smoking Outlaw Kitchen. On News Talk 710, KNUS. All right, 13 minutes after 3 o'clock here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show every Saturday, 3 to 5, every Sunday, 10 o'clock until noon. You know what? We got a show today. It's Smokin' Outlaw Kitchen Forty Two Eleven Natchez Court in, I think we are technically in Inglewood. And got a show tomorrow from 10 o'clock until noon. That'll be a studio show. And then on Wednesday, I will be heading to Mexico with a wonderful group of listeners. And I will be taking baseball equipment just like the baseball equipment that this lady brought me. She has brought me a whole bunch of stuff. She knows a baseball program that is moving. And so consequently, they don't need the stuff. And they said they'd rather give it to me rather than, rather us take it to Mexico rather than just trying to move the equipment. Bailey, stay right here. Um, so yeah, we got the Mexican with us. We got Bailey, the Mexican street dog. People have already met him and, uh, Denise is coming back with more equipment. I want to thank all of you that have been so gracious. To donate baseball equipment and we're gonna have I think what would be a success story if you don't know the story about 20 years ago with two baseballs started taking equipment to the Dominican Republic we have had monster monster success at supplying baseball equipment the people in the Dominican Republic, kids in the Dominican Republic. We go to villages that don't have any water, don't have any electricity, and they have a love of baseball. They would like to get a baseball program going, or if they already have one going, they're playing with sticks and bottle caps. They're playing with milk cartons for gloves. Well, when I was coming back last October from taking a group to the Riviera Maya on the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico. I was sitting next to a man. We got talking about, hey, we're guys. We get talking about sports. He's very much involved in American football on the Yucatan. They have an American football league, not soccer, American football league. And he was telling me that there are a couple people that are trying to get a baseball program organized for the kids. I've explained this on the air before. If you've heard it, forgive me for repeating myself, but what happens is, is that you can have one soccer ball and you can have a couple teams. You can have a league, but if you're going to have baseball, you need to have some gloves. You need to have some baseballs. That's and I said, well, you know what? I'll help you. So in February, I took 400 pounds of baseball gear in eight equipment bags, a retail value of about $10,000, over $10,000, and it went well, but it was small. After hitting some of the programs in the Dominican Republic with hundreds of kids, I had to remember that back to our roots – When we first started in the Dominican Republic, we started with two baseballs. We started with about 50 kids, and it grew. So in February, we had about 40, 50 kids. We're going to have somewhere around twice that this time. One week from today, I am going to be displaying stuff. And you know what? Here's a gentleman that just brought me a bucket of baseballs. Thank you so much, sir. You, You know what? I have to tell you something. That is great, because what I'll be doing is I'm going to take a number of new balls so that every kid will get a glove and a new ball. But the programs like to have the – they need the used balls, but I also need a lot of them, as you can well imagine. And I don't know if you know this. I just had to order baseballs from Amazon because I'm going to Dick's, and I'm going to – Big Five, and I'm going to Walmart and finding new baseballs this year has been tremendously difficult. Every, oh, I'm sorry. Every one of those balls in about 72 hours will be in an equipment bag on its way to Mexico. What's your name? Alan Jones. Alan, thank you so much for bringing those. Where Did, did you find those somewhere? Are they from when I your know, kids played or what? This is my son Keelan. He's, uh, he's the one donating them. They were his. Wow. Well, Keelan, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, and you know what? It's nice to know that some kids will really enjoy this. So I really thank you very much, Keenan. So, folks, come on in. we got some barbecue here. That's that's Bailey. That's Bailey. Bailey, the Mexican street dog. And look at his tail. I'll tell you this. When, when he first got here from Mexico, he followed my daughter home in Sayulita, Mexico. When he first got here, he was really, really shy, Alan. He just – but you look at that happy face. You know what? Yeah, so thank you for coming. And Keelan, thank you, thank you, thank you for those balls. I mean, that, that's, that's big. I don't know why. I've got all kinds of gloves. And I've got all kinds of bats. And I've got catcher's gear. And I've got some equipment bags. But the balls have just been hard to find, and I imagine that a lot of baseball programs have kind of been hanging on to them. Anyway, folks, come on. Richard, nice to meet you, Sir Mike Boyle, thank you. Really? Well couldn't get into UH. We'll see how it stacks up. Thank you, sir. Come on in. All right, we're coming up on a break, and when we come back, I do want you to remember that it is Mother's Day tomorrow. God, has anybody forgotten that? So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk with Steve Shaw. He is the owner and operator of nine Black Eyed Peas. They do not take reservations, but they open early tomorrow. And uh, let's have them tell you about what they're doing for Mother's Day and maybe help you out a little bit. Smoking Outlaw Kitchen, I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, welcome back to The Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. In case you have not heard... Tomorrow is Mother's Day. Oh, my God, Mike, I haven't made a reservation. Well, you know what? The places that take reservations, they might be full except for some of the shoulder hours. But your old buddy, Mike Boyle, he'll bail you out once again. We'll talk with Steve Shaw. Steve Shaw is the owner and operator of nine Black Eyed Peas all up and down the Front Range. And uh, he can... Uh, they they don't take reservations, but they're opening early. They're going to get you in. Steve Shaw, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me.
2: Thanks for having me on, Mike.
1: All right, so is that about right? Uh, You do not take reservations at the Nine Area Black Eyed Peas, but you're opening early. It's a busy day, and we're just going to get Mom taken care of one way or the other. She may have to wait a little bit, but we're going to get her in, and we're going to go over that wonderful, wonderful mother's day menu but does that sound about right
2: it is yeah we do open a half hour earlier for for people that want to beat the brush because typically right about 11 o'clock it starts getting very very busy but we've been doing this for 30 plus years we know how to take care of our moms (laughs) you
1: you've made every mistake you can possibly make is that about right
2: we have we've learned from our mistakes
1: (laughs) you you try not to make them twice and you try not to let them be uh try not to let them be fatal all right so let's go over the menu a little bit because now a question becomes do you have the regular menu available tomorrow
2: oh absolutely you know we just feature four nice items um two of them are not on our regular day menu and two of them are and then we include. Uh, a cup of cherry cobbler with ice cream, along with the, the special deals for this day. But, yeah, absolutely, they can order anything off the menu.
1: Well, and because I wouldn't want to be the poor server that had to tell somebody that's been coming day after day, week after week, month after month for years and years, oh, by the way, sir, we're not serving the chicken fried chicken today. I, I wouldn't want to be that server. Would you, Steve?
2: No, I would not. That that <laughs> happens on Thanksgiving. We only do Thanksgiving entrees. And you'll have that one or two guests that go, no, I came in for chicken fried <laughs> steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got the grilled
1: Atlantic salmon. Tender half-pound filet, lightly seasoned and grilled, served on a bed of seasoned rice. Choose lemon herb seasoning, which I love, or our spicy Cajun seasoning. We've got the hand-carved prime rib 12-ounce slow-roasted cut. The grilled mahi-mahi, lightly seasoned and grilled mahi-mahi filet, served on a bed of seasoned rice. And the chicken cordon bleu, which is something that you serve only once or twice a year, isn't that correct? A hand-battered, boneless chicken breast topped with shaved ham and melted Swiss cheese. It's one of my favorite dishes, but you don't serve that with any frequency, do you?
2: No, I don't. Only a couple of times a year. It's, uh, it's a process, but it's delicious. I get it every time. I'm excited. That's usually what I'll get um, if I'm not in the mood for prime red.
1: And let me ask you this. Is it okay if I divulge on the restaurant show the fact that Steve Shaw, lifelong restaurateur, very experienced in all facets of the business, came a little late to the Mahi Mahi party?
2: (laughs) You can tell the story, absolutely.
1: (laughs) So Steve and his lovely wife, Michelle, who we now refer to as Michelle Mahi Mahi Shaw. They go to Maui about a year and a half ago. And uh, Steve, you uh, discovered that you really liked Mahi Mahi, came back and thought, why are we serving this? Talk to, tell the story. It's a good story.
2: Oh, yeah. Pretty much every day while I was in Hawaii, I had Mahi Mahi tacos or Mahi Mahi on a bed of <laughs> rice or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always enjoyed Mahi Mahi. Mahi Mahi was one of my very first fish. Uh, years ago, thirty years ago, that uh, made me really enjoy fish. And then you're right. I was like, "Why do I not have this on the menu at Black IP?" So I came back, called my my broker, and said, "Do you guys have uh, mahi mahi available?" They said, "Yeah, we have four different types. We'll s- send me samples." Fell in love with one, and now I can have mahi mahi anytime without having to go to Hawaii.
1: I was actually at the restaurant in Castle Rock when you were doing a taste testing on it. Um, and I will say this being an old Southern California boy and old Hawaii Kama'aina that, uh, it is a really good mahi-mahi. I like it because it's just a nice light fish, and it's a fish that you can do so much with. You can put mahi-mahi in tacos, like you say. You can grill it. You can fry it. You can batter it. You can do a lot of stuff with mahi-mahi.
2: Yeah, I'm super excited to have it on the, on the menu. It was kind of a slow start. Um, I was just going to ask, uh, is this selling well? It is now, but the first couple of months, it was, you know, you have your typical, our typical clientele. They'll come in, and they've been eating salmon for 20-some years and go, I don't know if we'll give it a try, and the servers will go, you know what? If you don't like it, we'll switch you out. We won't charge you for it. We'll get you a salmon.
1: Mm -hmm. And, and,
2: and, And, And the one that switched out, they were like, this is a wonderful, wonderful clean fish, and wonderfully lightly seasoned with just salt, pepper, garlic. It doesn't take a whole lot to make this fish just magic.
1: You know, you've actually brought up a challenge that restaurateurs know about and a challenge that they face and the listeners may not realize. But there's an awful lot of us, we get in a habit, we get in a rut, we know what we like. And so we'll say, I feel like a steak tonight and they'll go to a certain place. Or I feel like this dish tonight, and they'll go to a certain place. And if a restaurant, you've got people that come in, and they order the pot roast or the chicken fried chicken, the two biggest servers you've got, the two biggest items you sell. And if you can just get them to come once a week or once a month or once every six months and have a second dish It's amazing what it can do for a restaurant's business.
2: Oh, absolutely. I agree. And, you know, we do have a great clientele that some of our folks will eat in our restaurant because we have daily specials Mm -hmm. four and five, six days a week.
1: Well, then you've got that senior's menu, which has got to appeal to a lot of people. I've even taken people to the Black Eyed Pea, and they've used the senior menu. It was the right portion for them. I'm fine with the regular portions. Now, on the Black Eyed Pea menu for tomorrow, we've got specials, the salmon, prime rib, mahi-mahi, and cordon blue. The regular menu will be available. Each of those items will be served with two sides, fresh-baked rolls, cornbread, and your choice of a featured dessert, that would be a cup of cherry cobbler with ice cream. Uh, they've got uh, special on strawberry lemonades, mimosas, white zin. So it's, it's, it's going to be a big day for you tomorrow, isn't it, Steve?
2: It's, you know, it's a fun day. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most well-orchestrated day of the whole year because we know it's going to be busy. We're, we're, we have plenty of staff to take care of our folks, and it's just fun. Uh, we I love seeing beautiful smiling faces when they're when everyone's enjoying their food.
1: What about takeout tomorrow? You know what? Black Eyed Pea did a wonderful job of implementing takeout during our two-year-long two-week shutdown. There's still an awful lot of people that are enjoying takeout. Maybe it's changed their habit. Maybe it's something they feel comfortable with. What about tomorrow? For takeout, somebody wants the prime rib, the salmon, the mahi-mahi. How are you handling that tomorrow, Steve?
2: Oh, yeah, just like every day. We do a huge takeout business already, and I'm sure it'll be, uh, you know, we have history to show Uh how large of a takeout. And it's about 25% of our total business is takeout.
1: We're talking with Steve Shaw, the Black IP. And one other thing that I know that you guys have figured out and a lot of restaurants had to figure out. When Dine-In came back, whether it was limited seating, now we're back to full capacity, but a lot of restaurants found out that people would say, well, there's a wait for dinner in the dining room, so I'll just call in a takeout order. And a lot of people think that that goes into a separate queue or it goes to the head of the line. It just goes right in with everybody else, so that works out fine, doesn't it?
2: It does, yeah. We do have people that will drive up. We have um, spots for for takeout, and there's a phone number on there. And they'll they'll either call ahead or they'll just call in, dial the phone, and place their order, and we bring it out to their car.
1: All right, so all nine locations, all hands on deck, fully staffed tomorrow, opening at 10.30 Yes, remember on Mother's, I beg your pardon, on Easter, I gave you, the listeners, the list of the busiest days of the year. Easter actually came in at about number five. Mother's Day is number one. So whatever you are going to do tomorrow, it's getting a little late, but you probably ought to give it a little bit of thought. You don't want to disappoint Mama. There's an old saying that every guy knows out there listening. If mama ain't happy, Steve. (laughs) No one's happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Hey, Steve Shaw, thanks an awful lot for uh, what you do for the restaurant community. Thanks an awful lot what you do for the listeners of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. I know it's going to be a big, big day tomorrow. Mother's Day, open at 1030. Specials on salmon, prime rib, grilled mahi-mahi, chicken cordon bleu, And, of course, the regular menu will be available as well. Will you be taking the lovely Michelle out, or will you just uh, maybe leave her at home while you go to work in
2: one of the stores, Steve? That is it. I will be leaving her at home while I'm working.
1: (laughs) All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Thanks for calling in, Steve. We really appreciate it. All right. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show every Saturday, 3 to 5, every Sunday, 10 o'clock until noon. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. Uh, If you want to check out my upcoming events, check out my website at mikeboyle.com. That's M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. Today we're smoking Outlaw Kitchen in Inglewood. Tomorrow I'll be doing a studio show for Mother's Day. Next weekend I will be out of town in Mexico, but um, matter of fact, I'm going to read you something about Cancun tourism here in just a moment. It's typical for what's going on in Mexico but next weekend, I've got recorded shows They're already in the can. They are good, good, good. A lot of different stuff to talk about. I think you're going to enjoy them. We're going to talk about the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show Book Club that we are formalizing a little bit. We're going to see if this flies. Three delightful ladies that went on a trip with us about a year, year and a half ago um, said, you know what? We're all voracious readers. You talk to a lot of authors. You give away a lot of books would you be interested in getting the restaurant show book club a little bit more formalized? And I said, sure. So we met at the view house restaurant where we talked about it. And on May 25th, we are going to invite whoever wants to come to the view house restaurant. We'll have a private room and we can kind of share some ideas. Do we keep meeting at the view house? Do we meet at somebody's house? Do we do it during the day? Do we do it in the evening? So, uh, That is on my website. We're also going to talk next week with a guy named Eric Christensen. He and the Christensen family, fourth generation have been raising steers up in Weldona and uh, that's up by Fort Morgan, putting out some wonderful, wonderful meat. I had not heard of them, but I went up to Fort Morgan to visit somebody I knew up there. She was telling me about that and, um, sent me a box of burgers, steaks. They even went out, they don't have bacon, but they even went out and got some bacon for Bailey, the Mexican street dog. So uh, we're going to be talking with him. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk next weekend with Warren Erpson, the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, because we have started to put together, we've already reserved the dates, January 10th through the 17th. Of obviously 2023 2022 is not going to have any more Januarys, but um something to help get you through the winter so we're going to go to a place called costa majedas on the yucatan peninsula that will be discussed next weekend as well but it's already on my website at mikeboil.com um I can't, I'm can't. i trying to remember a couple of other things. Got an author that we're going to talk about. Matter of fact, we're going to talk in the next hour with an author named Jack Carr. Jack Carr is a former Navy SEAL, and he writes the Chris Pratt books. This is the fifth one. You, a listener, a couple of listeners have recommended them to me, and we've had Jack on the air before, so we're going to have him on with us in the next hour. We're also going to be speaking with Dave Bancroft of Veteran Windows and Doors because we're finding that the way he runs his window and door company works very well for you. They don't show up at your house and try to sell you thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars worth of windows for every room in your house. They will even go so far as to do. One window, two windows, one room at a time. Whatever you want to do, however you want to do your budget, however you want to plan your cash flow. So we're going to be talking with him in the next hour. There is something going on in Lakewood that I think is kind of fun. It opened on Friday, April 29th, which was a week ago yesterday. The gallery, Sportsman's Club and Range, opened at... Where's the address? 1350 Colorado Mills Parkway in Lakewood. A new gun club, firing range, restaurant, and bar complex opened on Friday, April 29th in Lakewood. Now, for those of you out there that uh, maybe enjoy shooting, for those of you that enjoy dining out and maybe having a drink, I know your initial reaction is what could possibly go wrong I'm sure that they're going to monitor it all in this one 20,000-square-foot complex. As the press release says, there will be strict measures in place to prevent customers from using the gun range after consuming alcohol at the bar and restaurant. So I guess if you want to go, you go and you shoot first, and then you sit down and have yourself a nice meal and a couple of adult beverages if you'd like. According to the owner, Megan and Mark Hymanson, their goal is to, quote, unquote, break the stigma surrounding shooting sports and remove the intimidation factor that new shooters often experience. The club and range will be welcoming people of all backgrounds, political beliefs and skill levels. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of Democrats there that really want to just do a little of shooting, right? We are deeply invested in the success of this project and the energy we'll bring to the local community. So, anyway, I have not been out there yet, but um, I enjoy shooting every once in a while. And um, I'll probably head on out there and check it out just because that is part of my duties and my responsibilities. Grandpa's Burger Haven on Federal Seeks a new owner. The cost $1,575,000. All right. I remember one time grabbing a friend of mine and saying, I haven't been on Federal Boulevard in a while. So why don't we get on Federal? I don't know, maybe about Evans. And let's just work our way up, and let's just stop at a bunch of restaurants. I remember stopping, and when I say restaurants, fast, casual, quick service. Why don't we stop at Grandpa's Burger Haven? Well, for nearly 60 years, the Federal Boulevard Burger Joint has been dishing out some of Denver's tastiest food, fast food. But retiring owner Randy Goddard has his way. That's not going to change after he's gone. The 1964, I beg your pardon, in 1964, six-year-old Douglas Martinez tasted his first greasy cheeseburger at the new roadside dive at 23 South Federal, now called Grandpa's Burger Haven. The Barnum staple is part of the long, mostly long tradition of mom and pop order to go fast food restaurants on Major Strip. Martinez said, I was a kid over here in Westwood and then moved down to the south side of Denver. We always came up here because it was a standby. It was the place to go all the time with good quality and food, and it hasn't changed over the years. But the owner has decided to sell it. The owner is the nephew of the original owner, current owner Randy Goddard, says his business passed through multiple generations, surviving divorces, surviving deaths, Along the way, Grandpa's Burger Haven. Number one on the big bun has been their motto, has served up fresh meat, beer-battered onion rings, multi-flavored milkshakes and on some of the biggest buns in the West. We used to have a slogan, he said, a square meal on a round bun. When my aunt and uncle got their divorce, we were able to keep the name Grandpa's. But she got the square meal on a round bun slogan. So that's when Grandpa's slogan became number one on a big bun. So anyway, if you'd like to pick up Grandpa's Burger Haven, $1,575,000. It comes with a side of nostalgia. But um, you know what? Obviously, it's all part of the real estate package. At that price all right so tourism in Mexico and especially in Cancun especially in Quintana Roo that is the state where the Yucatan is for those of you that are geographically informed you know that the United States has 50 states is that correct you know that right well Mexico has 31 states plus df is what it's called the district federal that is the capital mexico city tourism officials in Roo said the region is expected to reach almost 90 percent hotel occupancy rate for the busy summer travel season and i know that there's some of you that think to yourself well Does anybody go to Mexico? Hi, does anybody go to Mexico in summer when it's hot, hot, hot? Well, apparently that's when the Europeans really enjoy going. My personal opinion about Mexico I don't care if it's hot. I'm on a beach, walking around with no clothes on and a beer in my hand. But tourism officials in Quintana Roo said the region is expected to reach almost 90% hotel occupancy rate for the busy summer travel season. According to the Riviera Maya News, Quintana Roo Tourism Promotion Council Director Dario Flora Ocampo said the state is anticipating an excellent summer holiday season. You know, we've experienced that. Mexico is so welcoming. They do a wonderful job. They make you feel welcome. And uh, no, you don't need a COVID test to go there. Yes, the resorts will provide a COVID test for those of you or those of us coming back. So uh, I'll finish this article when we get back. So anyway, we're a Smoking Outlaw Kitchen in Inglewood. Uh, If you'd like to come on down, we're a little overrun right now, but uh, we'll figure out how we're going to handle all these wonderful, wonderful people that have stopped by. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, 3.53 is the time here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Going to take you on up until 4 o'clock. We're going to do some news. Then we'll be back until 5 o'clock. If you went to my website, mikeboyle.com, you will see that we are at Smoking Outlaw Kitchen in Inglewood. You will see that the specials, $5 sandwiches, $1. fifty sides, and $15 racks of ribs— we're going to run until six o'clock. We're not going to make it, we're going to make it barely past four o'clock. So it's with regret that I tell you that while the food is fabulous, they just do not have enough food prepared. I'm a little bit embarrassed about it. I think that they're probably a little bit embarrassed about it, but they underestimated the draw, the power of the Mike Boyle restaurant show. They underestimated your enjoyment of these meal deals and support thereof. So what we're going to do is we are going to take care of the people that are here. If you want to come on down anytime between now and 6 o'clock, they will give you a coupon honoring, and I realize that if you come on down today to pick up the, little coupon that they're going to do. You know, if you drive from Aurora, if you drive from South Denver, if you drive from Lakewood to pick up a coupon to bring you back for the deal, I'm not sure how beneficial or how convenient that is for you or how much sense that makes. So just let me know, or just beg your pardon, just let me tell you and hope you know that sometime here between now and 5 o'clock, We'll figure out exactly how we're going to do this. And uh, maybe you'll be able to come on in and mention that uh, you heard it on the show. They're open Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Tuesday through Saturday. Um, Maybe what we can do is we can make that you call up and you say the magic words. I heard you on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Can I stop by this week and take advantage of those special crisis okay so um i apologize for those of you that have the beer on ice the bottle of wine open and you're ready to enjoy some ribs you're ready to enjoy some nice bacon crusted mac and cheese which is one of their special sides um all i can do is offer an apology i'm embarrassed about it and um I can assure you that this is why I will tell you this. When a restaurant says, how many people are we going to have at this event? I always say, I have no idea. We have no idea because word is the location, the, uh, the the special, all of that stuff affects all of these, um, all of these answers. So, Anyway, we've got the first hour in the book. I want to thank Steve Shaw for coming by and uh, or calling in from the Black IP. What we'll do is during the break here, I will figure out a little bit more about how we are going to go forward and how we can handle all of you wonderful people that are. we're, we're, we're managing to accommodate those that are here. But for those that are not here yet, let me figure out, just wait through the news And I will figure out some way that um, we can get you accommodated on the Mike Boyle restaurant show. Okay? We do have a studio show tomorrow for Mother's Day. I'm leaving for Mexico on Wednesday. I'll be gone for a week. A week from today, I will be passing out baseball equipment that you have donated, including a whole back of my truck that just showed up. Today, here at Smoking Outlaw, from a wonderful lady. And uh, I will post pictures a week from tomorrow of the kids receiving their gear. And I think that you will see how many people we are truly, truly making happy. All right, so let's do this. Let me go ahead and take a break. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show on Newstock 710 KNUS.